Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey there, Life Church. It's Pastor Chris here, and we are doing another weekly podcast. Today, I have Pastor Lana with me. Hi, Lana. Hi. And Pastor Bob, obviously, is behind the controls, uh, making sure that all of this is recorded. Please, one of the things I've been thinking about, please remember to send us questions, requests, things that you want us to be talking about, because this is an open discussion. And so just email us at info at lifechurchchico.org. And we will respond as best as we can. So today I thought it'd be fun to talk to you, Lana, about the most recent uh, Tweens Camp. That was yeah. called Tweens Camp, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. At Old Oak Ranch. And I've been thinking about this passage of scripture in uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11, where it says that like a shepherd, God, like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. And he will gently lead the, the nursing ewes or the nursing lambs. That, obviously, Jesus is the good shepherd. But what I see you doing, and I think I told you earlier, I'm going to embarrass you, but I see that that's what you do, especially with the tweens. It is your personification of the heart and the mind of the good shepherd. Did that just come naturally to you? Is it something that you chose to do? You have a degree in social work, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, is that a combination of who you are naturally, but is it literally God gave you this grace to do this? Yeah. You know, I really do think now that you mentioned that that it's um, been like a work of the Holy Spirit in my life because I mm-hmm. don't know that I could say that as as a child that anyone would have thought, you know, that maybe I would. Um, grow up and do the things I do. I'll have to ask Mm. my mom. I don't know. Mm, But I know that after I got saved when I was like 16 and I know that that's when I really started to have a passion for like, I just wanted to do ministry. I don't know why. Um, but I just feel like that's what I was created to do and Mm. maybe something that God just imparted to me at that Mm -hmm. time. And, um, I really loved, um, I did some, uh, like relief work in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. And that's when I really, oh, that's right. really you went like, wow, I that. love this. And I was also working at, um, in like, you know, with kids and after school care, I've always enjoyed, you know, kind of teaching and sort of just kids are just fun. So yeah. I like, I like that. Yeah. It's the best of both worlds for me. I get to have fun and love right. people. But it, so, but it wasn't like this at 16 or somewhere in there, you were like, Oh, I am going to specifically work as a, with children and, and this and that it was, was, you know, like you said, it's very broad. Hey, I went and helped with the relief and uh, with the, after hurricane Katrina and things like that. So yeah, God yeah. kind of, like I said, it was a grace of God just focusing you to do that. Yeah. I think over time, definitely it just kind of like focused in, I always knew that I wanted to, you know, to help people in some way, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't know what that was going to look like. Yeah. You know what the cool thing is though, is that it, you haven't in any way, limited yourself you also like to do other things you teach on sunday morning you and uh bob uh uh, lead the young adults group so it isn't that you're just like oh no i only work with children but you also uh 
expand into other arenas. Yeah. And I think that's something I've learned, you know, working in ministry too, that that's vital. Like we can't get mm-hmm. stuck in one area because, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's just not good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I right. remember, uh, joining a life group one time, like a women's life group. And I was a little hesitant about it. Cause I just felt like, oh, I don't have the time for this, but I think maybe somebody was like, come on, let's do it. And, and it ended up just being such a life giving thing. And that's mm. when I went like, Oh, like I have to do, you know, this is a family, this is a body. Like we're part of, and when we're part of the church, you mm. know, I think we have to do more than just, you know, like, more than just one job. Like it's not, you know, sure we're made for a certain thing. We're good at a certain thing. We should be doing that, but we should also have, you know, a presence and a connection, you know, with the, with the larger body. And I think that's been super healthy for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. When you uh, took these kids to tween camp recently, what, like, what are like the top three things that you saw how these kids were impacted? What, what did you see happen to their lives? And I know I'm giving you three. You can no, go that's more, okay. more than that if you want. But. Yeah. Um, I think it, it kind of depends on the kids, but I think, you know, for some kids, it was just a huge deal to have gone just mm-hmm. to, just to go and to have connections with other kids and other leaders, um, you know, was, was the biggest thing for them that, that they did okay. And that mm-hmm. they were able to, um, you know, to, to do it. And yeah. so that was, that was cool. Um, you know, we got to speak into their lives a little bit about, you know, when they feel scared or sad or whatever, trusting God. So it was just kind of the beginning, I feel like, of them kind of blossoming. Mm-hmm. There were other kids who um, I think that uh, they really grew in just their connection with God. Like it was mm-hmm. cool to see some of them kind of owning that away from their parents. Even right. coming back, it's been kind of funny because I'll see some of them, you know, in the service standing by their parents and, you know, being really reserved when, you know, at camp they were, (laughs) they were worshiping God, you know, so that's kind of cool. I sort of remember that myself as a kid, just, you know, um, yeah, you know, I think they're making that distinction between their faith and their parents' faith. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And, um, yeah. And then for other kids, I think that they really, you know, were able to hear what God was saying to them, mm-hmm. you know? So I just mm-hmm. think it depended on kind of where they were at when they, when they got there. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them are, you know, staff kids and they're used, they've been in this environment forever. Right. And so they were super comfortable. And so, you know, I think it just depends on how they showed up, but God mm-hmm. definitely moved in each and every one of them. It was really awesome. Yeah. I think what I, I love so much about that camp experience is that they, yeah, kids do get to get away from, and I don't mean it's a negative way, but, the, you know, maybe the the influence of other people or their parents, like, okay, I have to behave myself to mm-hmm. have to act a certain way. But when they go to camp and they're with their peers, they can just be silly and just have a real personal experience with Jesus without feeling like they have to look over their shoulders, you know, somebody watching me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do love that. But at the same time, what, now that they're back, what could be... For us here at Life Church, especially as adults, how can we help perpetuate and keep alive the things that many the, the different things that these children went through? What what is our role? What what could we do to help and to encourage their spiritual growth? Um well, I think first of all, you know, we always need volunteers. So that's that'll be the first thing I say yeah, is, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. um that we have, you know, a place for you in children's ministry if you 
if you want it. And, but secondly, I think remembering that they're just as much a part of the church body as the adult standing mm-hmm. next to you in the service. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, when I was a kid, the church that I was a part of did such a good job at, I felt like I was a part of that body. I felt like it was, imp- I was important mm. that, you know, when I went to camp and stuff like that, people wanted to know how I, how it went, you know, adults, I would come back to church and they say, how was camp? You know, they would, uh, we would, you know, always share like our testimonies and stuff afterwards. And um, I felt like the adults just really like championed me to, you know, to, I think of that verse that says like fan into flames. I think it's like Mm. Paul talking Mm -hmm. to Timothy, just Mm -hmm. fanning into flames. So I think that, you know, when adults recognize those things in those kids and they are, you know, just kind of fan those flames every chance they get, speak into their life, ask them how they're doing, tell them you're glad that they're here, you know, make them aware that, you know, you see them when, especially, Mm. you know, we come in to the service for worship. Mm -hmm. Um, They're so hungry for like any kind of like positive feedback. Um, I think it just fills, you know, their little tanks and really helps to make church, um, you know, a safe place and a good place. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think that, you know, especially if you're somebody who doesn't spend a lot of time with kids, it can be you know, a little awkward, but I yeah. think, um, the nice thing about kids is that they don't even know the definition of the word awkward, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not awkward for them. So, <laughs> right, right. you know, to, for you to say, hi, just even to wave at them across the sanctuary, they get so mm-hmm. excited, you know, just to know that they're a part of something. So, yeah, you know, which, and this kind of jogs my thinking, uh, and I think this is a, a topic for a whole nother podcast, but what, something that you said is that, that when children go to camp or as they even just go to Sunday school, they're learning to differentiate their faith from their parents' faith. Not that their parents' faith is bad, but you do want them to own it. And the way that they will own it is that they are free to ask questions, express themselves. One of the temptations for us as adults is to pl- place limitations on them. Mm-hmm. To, to uh, I literally saw this happen that... Um, this kid was like waving their hands and kind of being a little bit silly. And the dad reached over and kind of just gently, but pulled the, the hands mm, down of the, mm-hmm, the, the little kid mm-hmm. in, in worship. And I, I got it. It was like, okay, maybe the, the child was being silly, but at the same time, I thought, well, what if that child was like truly like expressing joy yeah. or happiness? Right. So we ha- you, I think the reason that is so tweens are so important for us as a church, and why this is your main focus of ministry, Lana, is because you're helping those children discover their faith, not mm-hmm. just adopt their parents' faith. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What can we do then? How do we kind of check ourselves as adults to say, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want, you know, it's like we want to not control, but we almost want to say, no, no, go this way. No, yeah. no, no, just no, read this. How yeah. do we balance that, you know? I mean, I in my experience, you know, with the kids, um, I always try to ask questions instead of telling them things mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, it's so much more valuable if they're able to, to discover something on their own. And yeah. you also learn things that you just didn't know were there. You find a depth that you didn't know was there because like you said, mm-hmm. they're acting so goofy most of the time, but mm-hmm. you know, under the surface there, there's a depth 
Um, right. and so I think that you just don't know until you ask questions. Otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to make assumptions about why they're acting the way they're acting or what they're thinking or, you know, yeah, all those things. So I think, you know, taking the time as parents, especially outside of those moments where we feel, cause you know, I'm, I'm totally there too sometimes like where I'm, I have this knee jerk reaction to kind of squelch something sure, or sure. comment yeah. on something or, you know, try to teach my kids something when, you know, um, and, and in those moments, you know, it's, it's difficult sometimes to talk about it. So I think even having conversations afterwards, like when we bring the tweens in for worship, you know, the kind of the whole structure of, of our first service, um, is really just kind of allowing them to lead the conversation by just asking questions. Hey, how was that for you? Did you feel anything? Did you notice anything? Was anything strange? Do you remember the the words to any of the songs? Do you feel like God Mm. was speaking to you? So, you know, just trying to, to dig out, you know, what was going on there with questions. Yeah. And I think that's really the kind of some guidelines for those of you who are listening is don't hesitate to ask a child what they're experiencing or what they're going through. Now they may be, you know, shy or embarrassed, maybe not answer the question, but at least they know that you've cared enough to answer, to ask right, the question. Right. And so for those of you here at Life Church, you know, you know, those of you who are listening, this is a community and, uh, Pastor Bob did a great job about being devoted to fellowship in his recent sermon. We have to be devoted to our kids, not just to teach them, but to show them how to live, uh, how to walk out their Christianity. So uh, like I said, I think I want to do another podcast with you, Lana, and talk about some of these other things, because this is this is a, uh, our legacy. Our children, you know, they're our legacy, and they, they need all of our support and our attention as well. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening. If you have any needs, prayer requests, just let us know. Info at lifechurchchico.org. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.